Hello and welcome to another episode of Watch It Again. As always, I'm Jacob and with me this week is Nick. He's always here, but um, hey buddy. unfortunately this week we are without Kat. She's stuck at work and, well, we're just flying it. Very fitting. She's just taking the day off to yep. soon we'll see her on TV in a parade or something. Yeah, just work some. Yeah, exactly. She's had her day off Yes, yes. to actually get paid, which is very fitting for this week's topic, Ferris Bueller's day off. Or cat stay off, as we're now going to call it. Um, so instead, we've enlisted the help of someone else to get us through the hour. So joining us this week is longtime listener, James. Hello, my name's James, but you can call me Budget Cat. <laughs> so uh, this week, as I just said, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 1986. Fantastic movie. So um, since James is our guest, I feel like it's a privilege for him to tell us what Ferris Bueller's Day Off is all about. Oh, I'm doing the... Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, springing it on you with no warning. (laughs) Okay. Well, Ferris Bueller's (laughs) Day Off uh, is about our boy, Ferris Bueller, a young man who likes to present an image of himself as a very very good boy, especially to his parents, (laughs) but secretly very much enjoys uh, skipping school and doing everything he can to have a good time. So that's what it's all about. <laughs> having a good time. Having a good time. And <laughs> and once he um <laughs> and once he convinces his parents that he's sick, he goes and gets his his friends sorry, his friend Cameron and his girlfriend Sloane and brings them out for a day on the town in Chicago. Yeah. So uh, this film stars Matthew Broderick as Ferris Bueller. Mia Sarah as Sloane Peterson and Alan Ruck as Cameron Fry. Um, fun fact: um, Alan Ruck is twenty nine years old at the point of this filming. Is meant to be eighteen. Oh my god! <laughs> Mia Sarah, who plays Sloane Peterson, is actually eighteen, and Matthew Broderick <laughs> is twenty three. So you right know, in the middle. right in the middle. So it's kind of a bit of an age difference there. But I think Cameron doesn't look. Hey, yeah, draw twenty nine. If anything, he looks he looks younger than Ferris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's. And I, I read a thing before. He's like with an interview with him, and he was like, you know, I'm real lucky I wasn't cast when I was eighteen because when I was eighteen, I looked about twelve. So it's like a genetic <laughs> blessing that you know, he's kind of he's aged into his eighteen year old self at twenty nine. Right at the perfect time for filming. Peak, peak. Um, this movie kind of it's really well done in breaking the fourth wall. Ferris talks to the audience directly throughout the whole thing, but no one else notices. Yeah, Ferris is our boy. He's yeah, so Ferris is yeah a direct conversation with the audience, separate from the events of what's happening. Kind of just everything around him kind of just keeps carrying on, and he kind of just like looks at the camera and starts talking to you. I think it's a really good like element to bring the like the audience into the story, and kind of it helps this movie become like the icon that it is like it kind of creates yeah. this character were there many like was this often done at the time because obviously you know now I, we've seen heaps of movies yeah like i don't think so yeah, i think this might have been a pioneer for it can i make a confession this is the first time you watched this movie no no i've seen this i was, okay, I was, this, I was just i was no, just no, 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 checking because he hasn't seen the movie yeah no, i saw this years ago but upon watching it i love the movie but I fucking hate Ferris Bueller. <laughs> I think he is the most insufferable piece of shit in the world. 
I actually <laughs> love Ferris Bueller so much. Oh, you would. <laughs> I would. You would. It's, I, don't, I don't know. Something about it, it just like, yeah, this dude's cool. Like, no, he's not. He's just living this life. He's just running the risk of getting caught and losing everything. But he's just like, nah, stuff it. Let's do this. Like, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, but I, he, he doesn't learn anything. Like, doesn't matter. He, he never gets punished for being a exactly. fuckwit. Nah, exactly. A, he's I'm not like, a fan of like him. He kills like, no, actually, I, I meant to watch this before we came in, but the, isn't there like a sequel ad for like, there's some Super Bowl ad with Matthew Broderick in it. Really? As Ferris Bueller and he's all alone and oh, like no. he's, and his life's kind of shitty. Good. Also, <laughs> good. as I found out, a uh, very, very terrible television prequel series that stars what? Jennifer Aniston as his sister. What? Like prequel to the Oh my the god. Yeah. Like full on full thing. And I was just like, sorry, what? Who plays Ferris Bueller? Um Um it was in the thing. Hold on. Give me a second and I'll let you know. It's gonna play, but there's no sound, so I'm gonna bring it up on my phone. So it's Ferris Bueller. It is he is played by Dramatic Pause. Charlie Shatler. I don't know who that is. Right. Yes, our favourite. Yes, the, the famous... I'm going to bring up the uh, theme tune on my phone. Um, so I guess, Nick, do you want to tell us a little bit about, I don't know, some good moments that are out of this film? You know, some highlights of events that Ferris kind of does. Tell us something that... Why you don't like him. An event that... I just, I just don't... I, I just don't like the smarmy arse. I feel like I, I, I would like him more if he went through something, but he doesn't. Like, he gets everything he wants in the end. The only person that gets punished is, assumably, Cameron. But I, I don't know. I just don't... I don't know. I don't like... Uh, there's nothing to him. Like... So he kind of... Oh, yeah, he's cool. So what? I'd also say he's pretty smart in his method of how... Like, he... Absolutely. Kind of gives these he's rules. He's smart... Like, when it comes to being a manipulative little bastard, yeah. Asshole. But like what he does to his parents, like to get the day out of school, like he kind of like fakes some parents, but to like get out of it, he licks his palms so they're all wet, like or you the know clammy hands. The yeah. clammy hands. So he gets out of school. So he's now he's let out of school, everyone's gone to work, his sister his sister's gone to school, and then he's like, Alright, I'm gonna call Cameron and Cameron's gonna come over, we're gonna have the best day off ever. Calls Cameron. Cameron's genuinely actually in bed sick. Like is in bed just dying. Also, on the clammy hands part, is he... So, this is in front of his mum. So he's going... Eh, eh. And his mum's not... Being for like, anyone that can't see, which is everyone except for me and James, Nick is mimicking licking his own hands. So I feel like he's <laughs> actually licked them. The ball. Like, I don't know. See, at first, at first, I kind of forgot that that was licking anything. At first, I thought he must have like an ice pack or something under his pillow. He's like cold, he's like using that to like cool his like hands or something. I don't know, but no, he's just licked them. I mean, that would be that would be entirely in character for Ferris. Yeah, he's like that's the least of his engineering methods to yeah. get out of it. So he calls Cameron like three or four times <laughs> to like get him, and he finally convinces him to come out. So Cameron comes over, and then <coughs> they hatch a plan to get his girlfriend out of school by faking that her grandmother's died and. One of my favourite parts of the movie. Oh, yeah. And then... See, it, it gets better once the other characters get introduced. Yeah. I, I really like the part with Cameron on the phone. To yeah. The, princ the, the, yeah, the school principal, principal like yeah. Cameron pretends to be um, Sloane's dad 
on the phone and the principal has this warpath against Ferris, right? He hates Ferris and he knows he's lying. For having he, nine days off. Nine days off school. He's ninth day off. Are you kidding oh me? Oh my God, nine days. Nine days and in he's going to make him repeat. As if this kid you hated so much had nine days off. As if you'd want them to come back. You'd do everything in your power to make sure that that kid was gone next year, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Like if I was a principal, like this kid needs to leave. Why? Like, why yeah, would you want him again? He's punishing Ferris by giving him a better education. Yeah. Like, why would you want him again? Like, oh. <laughs> anyway, so Principal Rooney is convinced that Cameron is Ferris on the phone. So he starts talking, like you, like you know, he starts swearing at him and calling all his names. Like, listen here, asshole, you produce a corpse and I'll give it your daughter. <laughs> So then Ferris calls, because it's Cameron on the phone, Ferris calls from the other line. To show him that Ferris is not <laughs> and on, the the Ferris on the phone. And this whole scene between Principal Rooney and his secretary, they're just losing their minds and, oh, no. But even though they're being had, like, they didn't think, oh, we've actually, like, said this to a man that's mother's just died. And, yeah, Rooney is just mortified. Yeah. Until, the mortification kind of wears off when he when he's like still convinced that it is Ferris behind it. Yeah, it kind of comes it kind of comes full circle back to thinking it's Ferris again. Yeah. So the the thing's loaded, so I'm going to play it. Okay. This reeks of like early 90s. Yeah. This is terrible. I'll, I'll put the link in the description to this video. I see what's on screen here. I, I'm picturing like a bunch of shapes bouncing around. Oh, <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> this is terrible. Just the still brackets oh. in the back. Oh, it's just like oh no, he's not no. Oh. Can you see the green outline on the? <laughs> no, but he's just <laughs> he's like he's just sat on someone's name and he like wrote the name out. Yeah, so for the audience, it's uh, I assume it's Ferris just on a green screen yep. dancing around the cast names. Yep. So I'll uh, put the link in the description. On a, on oh a blue god. Background. Yeah. Oh, this is it gets oh it gets so much worse. Is it about him in school, or is he? Yep. Is it about his no, eight in, other days off school? It's in American Blossom Week this week on NBC. Three special telecasts on three special nights: Monday after Fresh Prince what of Bel Air, Thursday after The Cosby Show, and the Cosby Show that's hey. aged well. <laughs> American Blossom Week, quality comedy only on NBC. Quality comedy. So that's the. Uh, TV series interest. So we're not. Um, that's all I'm going to touch just, on on that because that's quickly one yeah. more. Did, did that? So that was made after the movie. I yes. yes. Do you know how how long after? Um, I will. Oh, uh, it's not that. Important. No. Oh, I mean, why not? Hold on. So as you said, it reeks of '90s. I want to know if it's like just then. Um, had 13 episodes in 1990. 1990. Okay. Yeah. 13% of Rotten Tomatoes. 13%. Oof. Do you guys also find this movie a bit um, funny to watch? Not funny. Uh, it funny in a bad way to watch now that we know the truth about the principal. What's the truth about the principal? He's yeah. a pedophile. Is he? Yeah. Like, Look at him. <laughs> huh? Narratively? No, well, the like, actor. No, the actor. Oh, no. Oh, I did not yeah. know that at all. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and he still And works. then that's... Oh, no. He... He, oh, oh no! I, was I don't his, like this I was at all. On IMDb, he was in like a DC cartoon. I was like, <laughs> "Why is he's I'm, wait? Did, that doesn't mention he's a pedophile, and that does it. 
uh, IMDb. Yeah. Probably. Because that'd be weird. Let's have a look in trivia. This is going downhill very quickly without Cat. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Yeah, in November 2002, after having been accused of hiring a 14-year-old boy to pose for sexually oh explicit Lord. photographs, Jones was charged with one felony count of employing a mi- minor for purposes of t- taking sexually explicit photos. <laughs> And <laughs> it goes on. That's, well, let uh, me just not... Uh, let's just move past that. Yeah. I just yeah. won't talk about that I like his performance or anything. No, because... <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. But Why tell us that, Nick? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, um, let's go how back am to I gonna watch? How am I going to watch Howard the Duck now? Fuck. Seeing Howard the Duck? Yeah. Oh, God. I haven't ever seen that. Um, I don't think it's on the list. So. It's definitely not on the list. <laughs> His whole face is taking up my screen right now. I'm just going to keep scrolling. <laughs> um, so he's good in this. This the school that Ferris goes to. To sorry, um, is shot at the same high school where Breakfast Club was filmed. Um, it also actually goes to the same school. That the characters in the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles and Pretty in Pink all go to. Oh, nice! It's the exact same school. So it's a big movie school. Yeah. So I mean, John Hughes made this and Breakfast Club. So to be honest, with you, he used the same so, school, yeah. so same school it, name. Like, is it is it narratively the same? No, it's in um, oh, Maine. So okay. I think no, na- like it's cool. It's got the same name and right. it's filmed at the same place oh. in both movies and it's got the same name. So what happened to Mr. Rooney? As the school in Sixteen Candles and Pretty in Pink. Did you never get off the bus at the end? Shut up about Mr. Rooney already. Um, yeah, so I guess... Um, sorry. So they, they face the grandmother's death. He picks her up and then he dresses in like this trench coat and a hat and some sunglasses to pick up because Mr. Rooney is outside watching, watching waiting for her to get picked up. By her dad. And so Ferris is there all dressed up. To trick Mr. Rooney. And she walks up to him and goes, Ferris says, have you got a kiss for daddy? And they start making out. And, Mr. and then she like gets in the car and Mr. Rooney's like, oh, right. No. So that's how it is in their family. <laughs> and I was like, why is that like a thing that you're just accepting? <laughs> he just goes, oh, so that's how it is in their family. What do you mean that's how it is in their family? Because he's got bigger concerns. Reporter- Ferris Bueller's got a day off when he's not really sick. Reported to child services, mate. Like, Jesus Christ. I love as well how well planned they have like to get her out but then they do that that could easily like jeopardize the whole thing oh but yeah like Ferris yeah. is just standing there the and he's yeah he's getting the shits of Cameron for saying the wrong thing on yeah. the phone <laughs> and he's just like I'll just make out with her like what also should we talk about the uh, Cameron's dad's Ferrari that they just take out for the day because I feel like the Ferrari becomes can like, I assume that was like the most expensive part of the movie like I I feel like yeah. that'd be a random fact. Like that was where the budget mostly it went. A, it wasn't a real Ferrari. Apparently, they made they had a um a replica made, which is still very expensive. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't as expensive as yeah. one of them actually. Because yeah, it was only like in the movie, as it says, a hundred ever made. Yeah, they weren't getting their hands on one of them. Yeah, they didn't. And especially for what they did with like the jump scene that they did with it when the, those two guys are driving it, yeah. jump like they definitely weren't oh, getting a real one. No. Yeah, man. See, they had a replica like body made up on a different chassis. Yeah. And, yeah, but I mean, still, like, it looks, it looks it the looks part. Good. Yeah, yeah. So they um take. Yes, cars. So it's a um. Yeah, boys. I love cars. Nineteen sixty-two Ferrari. I forgot to write it down because like, no, I remember that. I know what it is now. I'm having a complete mental blank. Right, it's nineteen sixty-two Ferrari something something California. Hundred ever made. 
It's Cameron's dad's pride and joy. It's the only thing in the family he loves. Hates his kid, hates his wife, loves the car. Um, Sounds about right. So they steal it. Ferris takes it with Cameron. A lot of convincing, but he just gets in it and kind of just drives it out. Um, they go to a... Gr- they pick up um, Sloan. You know, his best friend Ferris did that. Yeah, his best friend just take, yeah. takes his dad's luxury car. But I mean... Is that a, one of the reasons you hate him, Nick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I suppose what happens to the car at the end... <laughs> Kind of evidently. To be fair, that was on Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give Ferris that. that. That was all Cameron. Yeah, but I feel like if Ferris hadn't have taken the car in the first place and taken yeah, Cameron yeah. out, it never would have happened. But then Cameron wouldn't have learned a valuable lesson about standing up to his dad. I would love to know what happened when his dad came home because I reckon he would have crumbled like a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. 100% mm. his dad was, was smacked. The, it's not in 86. His dad yeah. would have smacked the uh, shit out of him. Cameron's going out the window. <laughs> <into> the <laughs> yeah. <Ferrari. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cameron's. I want to see this movie where it's just like Cameron's dad's in prison for murder and Cameron's dead and Ferris just feels real guilty for the rest of his life. That, that's a real uplifting scene. Oh, no, yeah. I haven't seen that, haven't <laughs> really seen that Super Bowl ad in a bit. He, <laughs> yeah. might, he might be. Oh, no. Yeah, so they take the car and they go on a very epic adventure. Like, they do a lot of things in this day, which time-wise <clears throat> doesn't quite add up. would be over well Yeah. Before. So, so what's they, there's the, they go to the baseball game. No, they go. They go out for lunch before that. Yeah, sorry. Or brunch. They ha- have brunch. The fa- fancy restaurant where he pretends he, while there's no one attending the door list, he checks the list and just picks a random person and then hatches a plan, like a pl- a plan, a plan, <laughs> to be that person and get like convinced the waiter that but he's he, that person. He's the the sausage king of Chicago. Yeah, the sausage king of Chicago. He then, which Ferris really is. Yeah, of course. He then goes to. They then go to a baseball game. Catches a baseball. They then... Is that the Art Institute? Art yeah, so they go to an art gallery. They then go to a parade. That's right. The par- the and the parade scene. scene is just... I love that yeah, scene in this movie. Like, a, honestly. And there's footage in that. So when they when they filmed they filmed it in the street. Like, it's genuinely in the street. Yeah. They shut the street off. They had all these extras. They, like, you know, filmed it. Um, Matthew Broderick originally planned to sing that song in a shower scene. In the one near the start? Yeah. Okay. And the song that's in the parade was moved from the shower scene to the parade (laughs) for this big spectacle. But there's shots in the parade of people like kind of, there's a construction worker and a couple of other people dancing. And they're real. That dude's a genuine construction worker. sick. So they were just working like on a building site on the street because when they filmed it, it like... They had the music playing at the out of the float, oh, out that. of the parade. That's amazing. So these people, like random people in the street, were Just genuinely dancing to it. And like um, John Hughes loved it so much, I could see them that he got the camera to f- he got them recorded. So that the construction worker was just some genuine random bloke in Chicago in 1986 dancing along. Just makes it so much better. Just to the yeah. music that's playing out of the float, and he gets in the movie. I wonder if he knew before the movie came I'm out. I'm sure he well, did. I mean, it, was pretty, it was pretty big, I suppose. So. Yeah, I'm sure they would. he would have had to sign something to yeah, be, probably. you know. I imagine, imagine going to the movie like, hey, that's me. Yeah. Huh? Why am I dancing? This is, I demand money. <laughs> so he definitely would have been made to sign something. But yeah, I think that float scene kind of sums up Ferris's whole character of who he is. He's just out there. Like, he just jumps on. Like, they're just, they're just there. And he kind of disappears from the other two. So we kind of just... Watching Sloan and Fry walk down the street, and then you just hear Ferris's voice on the microphone. You're like, "What the hell?" 
and they turn and it's just like he's just on a on a float in this parade and it's like how how have you done this and for a little bit into it it looks like like the organizers are, are like what's going on yeah they are yeah and then like a minute later they're just happy about it and everyone's just yeah. accepted that he doesn't want them over yeah the so organizers cool. are like who the hell is this guy what's going on and they're like frantically you know and all of a sudden they're like yeah Ferris yeah, you know they don't want his name and his dad is in the building apartment the oh, I, office I building above and his dad, dad just starts with that little boogie Everything with the dad in this is great. It's just him oh, like narrowly, narrowly, narrowly almost just, seeing Ferris, and then this is like it's not. Just like the, the scene right at the end, I'm like, come on, mate! Oh, like, when, when he's running next to the car, yeah, yeah I know. Doing. How do you know not your recognize child. your son when he's running next to you, you muppet? <laughs> oh, it's 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 so funny. Like, like like just that whole scene, and just that it just turns into pandemonium. All these people just dancing and singing, and it's. And it's such a great song choice. Like, yeah. it's just, oh, like the second, the first song is like, eh. But the second song is like, because the first song is in the Amy ad. Like now, like the Amy ad, like, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's the song. And I was like, I watched this with my girlfriend. And I'm like, where do I know this song from? Like, what song nah, is it? She's I, like, I it's heard, the Amy yeah. song. And I was like, oh, okay. No, because I think I was on my phone when that song first came up. I was like, why is there um, an ad? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think, uh, I Why like, is there an Amy ad in the middle of this DVD? Why am I paying primo rates on yeah. to get an Amy ad? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and then the second song. What's the second song called? Um, Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. is it Beatles? No. No. It is. I read it here. Um, ba, 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 da, da. Other one. Um... When you want to read something, you can never find it. But it is the Beatles. Twist and shout. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. 1963. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it's just, and then the kind of, what's what happens after the parade? Where do they go next? They go home. No, well, no, then. Oh, yeah, they go to the museum before. Because, yeah, yeah, after the parade, they yeah. go to pick up the car and Cameron That's goes right. catatonic. Yeah, because the, the mileage miles. is two hundred. Those I dudes went for a proper drive. I think a lot of the yeah, what, I, what some of my favorite parts of the movie are the little secondary characters, like the yeah. two guys in, um, from the from the garage. Yeah, because we keep cut, randomly cutting to the garage guys <laughs> driving the car, just having a great time doing a huge jump. In slow <laughs> yeah, mode. oh, it's just amazing. Like, and like even my other favorite was um, just to cut back earlier, Grace Rooney's assistant. Mm. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah, she's just suppose that scene's improvised between the two of them in the office. Yeah, nice. That's very impressive. Suppose that's like genuinely improvised. I was like, holy shit! Like that's very funny. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like they just the way like that bounces off each other. Like it's so funny. And like she's just and he's like hold the phone and she's like um 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 (laughs) trying to do his yeah trying to like a male like uh uh and then just gives it back to him like just to kill time. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh. So yeah, they they get the car back, and then because Cameron's so sad, they go to a pool. Is it? Or is, is it, that just that Cameron's that's it. house? Is it Ferris's house? Because like he's by that pool. I, know, I think it's Sloane's house. Yeah, it wouldn't right. be Ferris's house because he would have run into Rooney. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Sl- I think they go to Sloane's house so, or so Cameron's house. Is he at that same pool at the start though? Oh yeah, he's in a pool at the start as well. Yeah, when he's. Yeah. So it might be Cameron's house then, because it's not his house. Because. Yeah, Peterson no, would be there, and he's 
sister at that point. We'll come so, back to that. So where was yeah. the pool at the start then? Did he break into our house? <laughs> it's Ferris, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, no, he would have gotten Cameron to break into the house first. So, yeah. so if someone's going to get attacked, it would be him, and then Ferris could just enjoy the pool to himself. I could feel the bitterness in Nick's voice. <laughs> I've just been told over the last couple of days I'm weird for hating Ferris Bueller. I'm just I mean, he's he is very manipulative to a mm. fault, especially of Cameron, but he's he's lovable okay. as well. I'll, I'll let it go. <laughs> I, I just I just found a fun fact. Yeah, you're full of those. I know because I've got like three pages open, and all they're all thirty things you didn't know, or thirty lesser known facts, and they're all different. They're so all it's great. Mm. So it's like ninety different facts. <laughs> um, so when they went to the baseball game. That's genuinely filmed during a real Cubs game. Yeah, they nice. didn't tell the organisers. They just took a camera crew and the three like actors in there and just did it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and the parade. They crashed the parade. What? They genuinely crashed the parade. They entered a float into the parade and got actual footage of the real parade with their float in it and then came back the next day and did their, own and did their bits they needed. That's, but okay. there's genuine parade footage in there, which is where the construction workers come from. Because that construction worker is just dancing yeah. to the music they had coming out of their float in the parade. Like, what? Yeah. Good on you. That's dude. wild. <laughs> like, that's amazing. And... Gets as much real um, events in Chicago into it as he can. Jennifer Grey, who plays his sister, was bored. So she puts a wig on and she's in that scene. <laughs> Wearing a wig, Jeannie. Oh my god! Yeah, Jeannie's in the scene where, like, the act is in the scene wearing a wig. I'm like, that's great. Like, this is just Johnny. Yeah. So, like, um, they entered a float in the annual procession in downtown Chicago, but didn't inform parade officials or judges what they were planning on doing. Some pickups were shot the next day after an invitation was put out on local radio asking for people to take part in a John Hughes movie. That's insane. That's something like. Ridiculous. Matthew Broderick's scene is in the genuine, like genuine parade, and the pickups were like the judges and stuff. Like, yeah, like is that what that is? Or I, I assume know. so. Yeah, because that's insane. Like, imagine if you did that now, you'd get arrested. <laughs> like, yeah, the amount of the amount of paperwork that would have to go into that now and planning. Or you just it. buy a green screen and put a float in front of it. <laughs> just a slightly green outline around the float. <laughs> Maybe not anymore. So Paul McCartney was offended by this movie. What, what was he? So Paul about? McCartney approved the use of the song "Twist and Shout." Mm. But he's just not a fan of that. But was character. angry <laughs> with the final cut. <laughs> so um. Does it say what about? So he said he, um, he was, wasn't too happy how the song was portrayed in the final cut because they overdubbed brass horns from the marching band. McCartney said that he liked the film, but if the song needed brass, we'd have stuck it in ourselves. So he's annoyed, annoyed that they put oh. ambience from the scene they were in over his music. Yeah, they suck in like, you know. And John Hughes felt really bad for offending a Beatle. <laughs> yeah, but later added... It wasn't really part of the song. We saw a band and we needed to hear the instruments. <laughs> They're sort of there. Mm. You kind of need to include them into what was happening in the scene. So he, he's sad that he offended Beatle, but he doesn't regret it. It's not, okay, so there's many musical moments and a lot of songs in this film. There's no official soundtrack. No official soundtrack was ever released 
for this film. Oh. Yeah, wow. And like, there's a few like iconic, big. I mean, mm. when they when they released the, I, I didn't know what the song was at the time, but I recognized immediately when they um showed the car. The oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll correct myself. There at the time, there wasn't a soundtrack. 30 years later in 2016, an official soundtrack was released. <laughs> yeah, nice. 30 years <laughs> later. 30 years later. So Ferris is in his 50s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matthew Broderick definitely yeah. is. He's <laughs> 53. Um, there's no... Like, it's, it's got a pretty good... And the, um, the, the soundtrack to the, um, the chase scene back to the house at the end is pretty iconic too. I can't, I can't think of the name there. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's one of the songs I'm reading, but I can't tell which one it is. <laughs> also, the main title um, is by John Williams. Oh, of course. Of course, because it's the 80s and John Williams, <laughs> John Williams yeah. did everything. everything. Did literally everything. Um, <clears throat> what happened in my notes? Oh, Charlie Sheen shows up in this. Yeah, young. Completely forgot he was uh, in it. Very, a very young Charlie Sheen. I think the first time I, I saw this, because I would have seen this like mm. 10 years ago or something. Charlie Sheen, I wouldn't have, wouldn't you wouldn't have thought click, anything Yeah, of you it. wouldn't even know. But now it's like, oh. And there you see him as a drug star, as a drug a, addict. A very, and in the background is just full on making out with Jeannie. Like, just going for gold on that poli- that lounge in the, pl- like, Do you know how old he, he, he was at the time of filming? Um, Charlie Sheen was born in 65. I think he's like 86. So he would have been 21. Yeah, twenty would have yeah. been twenty one years old. Sounds about yeah. Huh. Sounds about right. And Jeez. um, it's crazy. <laughs> See, I would have assumed he was like thirty five or something. Just there was there was a planned sequel in the works for years, oh with Ferris in college or at a, like with a job, like something like. Yeah. But Matthew Broderick said that he felt that the film didn't need a sequel. The film was about a specific time and place that we'd all like to revisit that didn't need updating. So like yeah, I like yeah, that. it's very much a piece like of its times and in, yeah. in its place. Yeah. Like it's um, I was reading as well about um, I think Hughes really wanted to make like a tribute to Chicago as a city as well. Yeah, and I mean you can see like like even just the, like, oh, the oh, shots in the yeah. like the Art Institute, just how long it holds on those. He's mm. he's just trying to say how much he loves the city as well. Yeah, like it. <laughs> um. Mia Sarah says that Matthew Broderick actually tickled her feet and knees to get her to laugh in the taxi cab scene. <laughs> Which is what? Because she, like, full loses at laughing in that. So the taxi cab scene, they put, they're in the traffic in, like, downtown Chica- downtown Chicago. They pull up, and Ferris's dad is, is in the, the back of the car cabin. next to them. And he looks, and he's like, oh. And then he just, he's, like, kind of puzzled a bit. And he looks back, and she's just, like, Sonny's on, just looking real cool. And she starts kind of, like, Giving him the eyes and flirting with him, and she's like, you know, and then Ferris and Cameron are on the floor, and then yeah, Ferris starts tickling her feet, and she just starts losing it laughing. But also, like, how did he? So one, throughout this whole movie, there's multiple times he doesn't recognize his own son. I was gonna say, and two, how do you not recognize your son's girlfriend? Like, what is happening here? Well, she's got sunnies on, and also they might not have met her. I don't think Nick. If I saw you with sunnies on, I'd know who you were. I don't think they were very official because Rooney has to work yeah, out. True. That, oh, yeah, true. You know, Ferris spends time with her. But they do but kind of say they love each other at one point. And they and they yeah, get, and they're they're get married. Yeah. This is in high school, though. Like. It's year 12. They're 18. Everyone she, loved each other in high school. <laughs> oh, um, oh, there's a computer hacking scene in this movie. 
the oh, funniest yeah. Skippy Nagging scene I think of any. <laughs> Where Ferris changes the Yeah, the he's got absent days of nine. And um, Rooney's on the phone to Ferris's mum complaining about the absent days. And Ferris is just, meanwhile hacked into it. And the days are just counting down. So he hasn't even like reset that to zero. He's reset that to eight, to seven, to six, to four, like to have he's it count down. Two, yeah, it? but he puts it to zero. Oh, does he? He generally puts no, it no, to he zero. Changes it to two. I thought it was zero. No, it's two. Oh, there you go. And he wants it to be still it's got to be realistic. Yeah, but it's so funny. Like, yeah, it's hilarious as well. Like, so many ways in this movie, you see just how smart and ingenuitive Ferris is. Yeah, and Rooney still like thinks, oh, you know, he so he needs to. Rooney kind of thinks he's saving his future by making him But he's not. Repeat. Like, And again, like I said before, like, Does why would you make him though? repeat? I think he's just trying to prove a point that he's like a mad dog, like trying to like make Ferris as miserable as possible. Speaking like, about mad dogs, <laughs> <laughs> what about... Let's talk about Rooney and the, the mad house. Dog. Rooney and the house? We want to go to... So Rooney's so convinced that Ferris isn't sick. He goes to Ferris's house... What? Breaks and enters. Principal just le- leaves school during. Yeah, the I was going to go to this kid's house. I mean, I suppose what we know about the actor now. Oh. Well, <laughs> he's just, he's definitely climbed through a That's couple the, doggy doors. Yeah. Oh. 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 That's um, yeah. That's really put a a dark light on that part. Yeah. The, yeah. So he um presses the doorbell and okay, Ferris again, absolute genius, and the machine he uses. Like that electronic re- recording message. Like, yeah, that thing would have cost eight thousand dollars in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, true. He doesn't 8, have a car. Thousand has... US dollars. <laughs> he doesn't have a car, but he has the most state of the art like audio mixing, like system available at the time. His sister got a car. He got the computer. And it's just like what? <laughs> a computer with yeah. State with of the all art this audio yeah, <laughs> like so he set up a recording. So when the, someone presses the doorbell through the intercom. It's like, oh, you know, thanks for coming by. Due to my six state, I can't come to the door as I may fall and, you know, it, like injure myself. You can reach both my parents at their work, their places of business. Thank you for being concerned about my health. Have a nice day. And it's like this whole thing. And then Rooney's like, what? And he's like kind of like talking to him back, not realizing it. And then he presses the doorbell again and, and the, the same, same message, message plays. And he's like, hang on a minute. And he goes around the backyard. Oh, so one, he goes to the door. Okay, he's going to the door, whatever. But he then goes d- to the window on the side yeah, with the mud. Yeah, and he gets stuck in the... Why is there so much mud? Yeah. It was <laughs> it's so like, weird. The front garden was fine, and then it's just like like a foot deep just, of yeah, mud. Yeah, weird <laughs> mud at the <laughs> side of the house. That just reminded me of like Home Alone. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like where it's just booby-trapped the house just in case the principal comes along. Oh... And then a, Super yeah. deals and an ad on my phone. Watch out. And oh, the ad oh, changes. They sent me a GIF. Incredible. GIF or GIF? GIF. GIF. GIF, you It stands mother. for graphical. Also, the fact that Nick's technically right because the, the guys that Thank made you. it said it's GIF, but they're Thank stupid. You. They don't understand the English language. Dumbasses. Dumbasses. Um, I hope they're actually English. That's right. But then he well, goes back around after he gets out of the side and ruins his nice shoes. And pants. And pants. You get, he tries to go around the back and he sees a doggy door to go through. And he puts his head through the doggy door. <laughs> and who's in the kitchen waiting for him inside the house? Through a doggy door? The dog. <laughs> <laughs> Who is... I know they got like... It's like a, a little Rottweiler that, to look intimidating, but at the same time, it's the cutest looking intimidating dog you've ever so seen. So there's like the... <laughs> I love it. Because the dog's like snarling. 
in the close-up shot. It's a good snarl. Right? And it's a great like shot. <laughs> I would have loved to know how they made the dog do that. Yeah, how did that... But yeah. then... When he pulls out and it's chasing him, it has the biggest, happiest... <laughs> like, the sound effect is still a snarling dog, but the running dog has the happiest look. Its tail's wagging. It's like, yeah, let's go chase these. They like, probably put, like, dog food in Rudy's pocket or something. He probably just went, like... He'd probably, you know, probably been playing with it all morning. He was like, come on. And it's just, like, it's just like gone for him because he's, like, pulled out. And I, I, had, I laughed. I genuinely laughed. I'm like, that dog looks so happy. <laughs> and the sound's coming out in this movie is, like, this really angry <laughs> dog. And I'm like... <laughs> I mean, like, how, you can't actually have a really angry Rottweiler, like, yeah, how do in you that scene, because you'd actually yeah. kill him. How do you antagonise a dog like yeah, that? Yeah, you can't. Shot? Like, yeah. Well, you got it to look antagonised with the, the snarl. Yeah, so I don't know. They must, like, the dog must have, like, something that it doesn't like, and they just held it there. Yeah. And then they've just taken it away. Like, yeah, like, because I can't, like, how else are you going to do that? How much do you make a dog look that angry and then be so happy, like, not actually kill someone on set? Ask the Hollywood, <coughs> Hollywood trainers, I suppose. I'll just tweet John Hughes. I'm like, bruh. How'd you do this? Is he still even alive? I don't even know. Surely. I mean, it, it's been 33 years. How old was he when it... Uh, finding out. Um, no, still no. Alive? He was born in 1950. No. He died in 2009. Oh, did he? Yeah. My apologies. Sorry, John. 59. At the age of 59. That's really sad. That's rough. That's really sad. He named his son John Hughes III, because he's John Hughes II. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he named his son Ferris. And James Hughes. James and John. Do you wow. know, hey, hey, Nick, do you know how he said it feels really Home Alone? Yeah. Because he made Home Alone. <laughs> I know, yeah. Four years later. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, checks out. Yeah, I think... Yeah, so like the dog, and then he gets in. He eventually gets into the house. Yeah, does it? Is it through the back door, or how does he actually end up getting in? Does it, do we? No, do we know? Um, the sister comes home and unlocks the. Oh, door. that's right, and he, he eventually and he sneaks in. in. Yeah, oh, so he's not breaking and entering. So he didn't break. He, no, he just he entered. Just, entered. <laughs> just trespassing. Yeah, it's still true. Yeah, exactly. yeah. still illegal, and um, so she hears him in the house, and, and she thinks it's Ferris, and he thinks, and he th- he hears her. And thinks it's Ferris. So she's like sneaking down one way, like the wall, and he's sneaking along the other. And she jumps out and she's like, huh! And he's like, huh! And she's like, ah! <laughs> and just kicks him square in the jaw. Like just drops like, him. Like full is like, boom, boom, boom. And he's he's just done on the floor. And she like runs. It's the weirdest run I have ever seen anyone do in any movie ever. She does this weird like forwards crab run up of the stairs and like into her room. And my girlfriend said, "What's that?" I'm like, "What is she doing? Why is she running? Like, why are her knees so bent and so wide?" It's a panic run. They do strange things when they're when they're scared. Apparently, so, they crab run. Sometimes. It was so weird. It was so funny. But she never thought, wait, that's my principal. I don't think I don't think she had time to react yeah. to who it was. It says, Oh my god, there's a man. And then she kicked him in the face and ran away. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure if that was me, I would have punched him in the face. Yeah. And ran away. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, taking being so scared and taking the time to actually reach your yeah. leg up that high to kick him. Yeah, exactly. Like, whoa. It's impressive. Yeah. He looks taller than us. Oh, by a lot. 
And then, yeah, she calls the cops. Yeah. Who don't believe her. And so they come and arrest her. For making a false report. For making a false police report. Like, what are you doing? What police officer's like, oh, there's, a man, there's not a man in your house? How do you know that? Yeah, it's... Because Ferris is there with her. He's sick. They I mean, does it Also, happen? how do they not notice that Ferris isn't, like, <laughs> is your brother home? Yes. Where? That black mannequin dummy in the bed. I feel like... Like, from the start, we do a lot of, like, suspension of disbelief for Ferris himself because it's set up, Mm. like, that he's really whimsical. But it doesn't always cross over to some of the other characters. So Mm. even even that, I I was a bit like, come on, that's that's pretty silly. The police aren't going to do that. Exactly. It was just real weird. We kind of needed that plot point to get to... Yeah, it's not. I don't hold it against the movie. Um, There's another thing that's really funny in this movie. Throughout the course of the film and... Rooney accepts some too. Flowers start appearing in the house. Because at the school, Ferris was thinking like, Ferris might be dying and all these people, the whole city's like, oh my God, Ferris Bueller's going to die. that's right. Yeah, like it's like, let's say Ferris and like, get well soon, Ferris, and all this stuff, right? Yes, while the cops at the end are like, hey, make sure your son's okay for us. Yeah. The boys at the station are pulling up for him. Yeah, and it's just like, it's like, how is this happening over the course of the day? And when he gets home, so he, he, when they get home, the house is full, and I mean genuinely full of flowers that no one acknowledges. Like every every room, every corridor is just filled with flowers, and his parents don't notice. He doesn't notice. His sister doesn't say anything. Jeannie was home for probably like ten minutes. They also had um. They also had the Save Ferris written on, like, a big uh, silo yeah. or something in the middle of it. Like, they've painted oh, really? that on that day. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, what? And then, this is at a point where there is no such thing as social media <laughs> or the internet or anything. It's like, what is happening this, in this city? This is, this is the social capital that Ferris Also, everyone's like, Save Ferris. Ferris was singing on a float two hours ago. Yeah, why, why would no one be like, hey, it's Ferris? Yeah, <laughs> that's Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Like, he's both the most recognisable and unrecognisable man in the city. Yeah, the dad looks out the window of his work and he's like, that's my son. (laughs) That's my son singing. What? (laughs) Huh? I don't recognise my son's voice or face or any part of his body as he's he's right next to me all the time. He's unobservant father. (laughs) I think it's it's a reflection on like, he's just going day to day, dad life work, and he's just not really taking in. What's around him? Yeah, like he almost cra- like he almost has that accident at the end, in the car. Yeah, with like, the slow lady in front of him. Yeah, yeah and the stop sign. And he goes, oh, the stop sign. Yeah. He almost runs. He goes, like, the stop sign. His car goes through. He's just not. Mm. What's he look? He's like looking at. It wouldn't be his. Like, because I don't the, know what he looks at. Because the to... police and genie uh, drive right past him. He's looking at. He get, I think he gets some mints or something out of the glove box. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he opens the glove box and gets something out. Mm. He's very much. I think the dad's my favorite character. In <laughs> oh, he's this. so fun. He's, he's just so, so unobservant. Good. And then at the end, he's like, "Love you, buddy." <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the starting and ending scenes with the parents are so. They got married in real life after this. Oh, that's so sweet. Do, do you know who else? What other couple there was from the actors here? Yeah, um, Jeannie and Matthew Ferris. Broderick and so the brother and sister, oh, like really? Matthew Broderick and um, Jennifer Gray. Gray? Yeah. yeah, yeah, got engaged in real life, oh, but nice. they never made it to the altar. Yeah, true. Because a year later, they were involved in a car accident which killed two people in the other car. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's heard the Matthew Broderick car yes. accident. Yeah. Where he, people claim that he got away with 
dual vehicular mm. manslaughter because supposed like that he was supposedly drinking or under yeah. the influence of something while driving yeah. that car, but then yeah, he was never rough. charged. Yeah. Yeah. But the emotional toll of that, they split up. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, well, he's, I'm sure he's happy with Carrie now. So like, when I Google searched John Hughes, I only like, kind of looked at like he's, you know, born and died. Number one, John Hughes filmmaker Wikipedia. Number two, John Hughes group, Perth's most trusted new and used cars. <laughs> <laughs> How is that number two? Knows you're in Australia. It's not even an ad. <laughs> like it doesn't even have an ad written next to it. It's just what it is. Anyway, um, so the role of Ferris was specifically written for Matthew Broderick, Broderick. but Jim Carrey, John Cusack, Tom Cruise, and Michael J. Fox were all auditioned for the part. Um, Linda Blair, Carrie Fisher, Linda Hamilton, Kelly LeBrock, Madonna. <laughs> Jodie Foster and Sharon Stone were all considered for the role of Genie. Could you imagine this movie if it was Tom Cruise and Madonna? <laughs> just imagine. <laughs> See, I, what? See, I'm just picturing Madonna now playing the oh. like. You're shocked. You, you've seen something that's. Oh no! Just, you've the read something. The seventeenth fun fact on this the list. Seventeenth fun you. fact. Dun, dun, dun. Ferris has three siblings. What? In the movie. Yep. <laughs> Hence my look of confusion. We never see. So Jeannie and two younger children. They're not mentioned in the film. And yeah. evidence of them makes it to the final cut, including a family photo and drawing stuck on the viewer's fridge. No way. Where were they oh, all the must, time? I must have skipped over those because I thought it was just the two of them. That's wild. That's amazing. Um, Broderick's, well, Ferris's dance moves in the parade scene were done by the same choreographer who later went on to choreograph Dirty Dancing. Apparently, um, Ferris was, like, there was a lot more, a lot of the choreography didn't make it to the final cut. Because his knee was cooked, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the race home because mm. I actually love this. I scene. feel like it's the most iconic part of like, the movie to me, at least. I think it's parade we, we, and we then can, the race. We can ignore the fact that this is could just been like this Ferris mum is like right in front. Of the yeah, so Ferris is on his way home, like running home because he's got to get home in time, and he runs across the road, and Jeannie's driving, and literally almost kills him, like semi hits him with the car. And instead of the mum looking at the person... He's like, oh, my it? paperwork. Yeah, all stuff goes away. And then she starts, she just looks at Jeannie and starts yelling at her. And Jeannie's made full eye contact with Ferris. And he's just like, For pulling her like face. Whole yeah, and he's like, shut up. And she's just like, looking at him angry. And he takes off. So instead of going, hey, mum, look, it's Ferris out of bed. She just floors it. And like, starts trying to beat him she's home. She's got to race home to prove that he's not home. Yeah, just... Just say, hey, mum, look, it's Ferris standing in front of the car right there. I just hit him with it. But no, and then so the cops start following that. Somehow she loses the cops. Oh, yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> it just cuts and the cops are gone. Oh, sorry, the mum goes, the mum mentions she gets a speeding fine. Oh, okay. To the dad. Sorry, yeah, she does. He was like, oh. Yeah, because she was like, it, it seemed like she was racing to like get home before the cops pulled. Yeah, like, I expecting the cops to pull out. Yeah, I think but she gets stopped. Apparently, they did stop, even though she was basically trying to outrun them. Yeah, because <laughs> the dad. Yeah, because the dad pulls up, and then they. 
because he they race past him and then he always gets it. Which he probably would have gotten arrested for for trying to evade. Yeah, I mean, she's already been arrested for <laughs> filing a false police report that Straight day, but you know. <laughs> anyway, um, so Ferris is just running through houses and across yards, and he runs past two sunbakers, <laughs> and he stops to introduce <laughs> himself. himself. Hey, hey, priorities, all right? Right? But I've got the picture here. The sunbakers are facing the wrong way. Oh, they're not facing the sun. No. <laughs> oh. So they're in the, the sun. The sun is behind them. Shadow. So Ferris runs through and turns around. So the sun is behind them. So it's laying in the shade. <laughs> what? I mean, you know, 1986 sunbakers. They they hadn't got the the technique yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> they didn't learn the science behind sunbaking. I think my favourite moment <laughs> of him running through is he just runs into someone's front door, like through someone's yeah. front door, and the guy in the, like the dad obviously or like over the house he's just like who are you (laughs) what and he's just like sorry smells lovely runs out the back and there's like two like teenagers in the back and he goes dinner's ready and they're like who's that and he keeps running (laughs) and then there's like a little girl bouncing on a trampoline and he does he double bounces he he uses her as the double bounce I feel like physics wise she would have been just launched (laughs) off that trampoline he uses her bouncing as a double bounce and flies over the fence. For the real, and then the real slow slow mo as he's like, yeah, as he's coming down, and it's like, what is going on here? But oh, it's just great. And then he he makes it home, just in time. But but as he goes for the spare key, but he goes for the spare key at the back door, lifts up the mat, and it's not there. And he looks up, and, and there Rudy. he is. Rudy's there looking for this Ferris. And it's like, oh no! This moment, his parents are arrived home. School's his sister, over, school's yeah. It's like five to he. Well, he starts running at five to six. Yeah, like it's. So Rudy's been there like for hours, all day, <laughs> literally all day. Like this man is a bit obsessive. What is he doing? <laughs> Just waiting to see if Ferris comes back. Well. He's going to come back eventually, right? So he um. And Jenny opens the back door. And after everything that's happened... After she's gotten a, gotten a speeding phone yeah, from police she to helps prove. Ferris. So, oh, Ferris, I've been so worried about you. Know, thank you, for, thank you, Rooney, for driving him home from the hospital. Yeah, what was the change of heart? So I don't I, know. I thought Because Ferris heart, doesn't learn anything. I, th- I think it's a change of heart because she knows that... Rooney was oh, the one yeah, in the no. house. Yeah, and also oh, she she was like watching. She saw his face like through the blinds. She was like, Ugh. yeah. Because I think I think it's because she knows Rooney was in in the house. Yeah. Like she's like, and this she guy. also when she's mm. watching when she's looking him through the window. Um, Rooney says, you know, I'm going to make you stay yeah. back another year. And yeah. I think Jeannie she wanted Ferris to be in trouble with her parents, but she didn't want him because then he'd be in her year yeah. at school. Yeah, she does not want that. I thought she had a bit of a change. I of thought heart she was older the... than him. No, she's younger because she's at school. Yeah. She oh. seems older, and he's in, yeah, a, he, and he's in his final year, so she has to be. Yeah, true. The year below, because she's driving and stuff. So I should assume she was the year below. That him. would make sense. Yeah, because she just was my assumption. She just gives off older sister <clears throat> vibes, like when she's going on about like, oh, I'd have to go to school if I was sick. Yeah, like, huh, I don't there know. You go. But um, yeah. So like, she kind of the actress like, just just as a thing. The actress is older than than Matthew Broderick. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, and um, yeah. So Ferris gets in and he goes and hides in bed. And earlier on, when Rooney was in the house, he dropped his wallet. Hmm. So, when they got kicked in the face, 
So she gives, she goes, oh, you forgot your wallet and gives it to him. And he's like, oh, no, I've been busted again for being in a room with kids. <laughs> oh, these bloody meddling kids. <laughs> oh. oh, that's bad. So yeah, then he can't, Ferris goes upstairs and he's really hot and you can see the sweat on his head. He's all gross. Doesn't and, even have to fake it. And his mum's like, oh, he's still burning up. And so he's like, oh, I feel better. So he's just sprinted like six blocks in like a jumper and like a sports jacket. And like, yeah, he'd be sweaty as hell. But yeah, I think, but yeah. Still make time to uh, to talk to the sun, sunbathers. Yes, of course. Of course. He has to. Yeah, I don't I know why he has to introduce himself. Everyone knows who yeah, Ferris is. Because they're like, I'm Ferris Bueller. Like, oh my god, this is I'm Ferris like, Bueller. Oh my god, we know. <laughs> oh my god, stay. But yeah. Um, do you guys want to add anything else about? Um, the post credit scene. It's oh, not, is that the first ever? I think it is. That's the thing. I didn't. First ever I, credit. I, I totally forgot about the scene that's during the credits with the principal. Oh, on the, the bus. bus. It kind of so makes the whole like, like. Every time that scene's spoken about, people are like, oh my God, can you believe they put this scene at the end and no one ever saw it? As if no one ever saw it. It's like straight after, away. There was a whole scene after, like during the credits. Like, anyone it, who it didn't flows. Do that, it's an idiot. Like it's, there is no blank the cre- credits no, is there. The credit, no. the movie ends, it fades to black, instantly comes back with the credits. Yeah. With Rooney. With Rooney on the bus. And as soon as that finishes, it's Ferris, like, oh, you're still here. Yeah, kind of makes it. How do you miss that? It doesn't stop. Yeah, there's no pause in, but it's not like full black screen, like rolling credits. It's just straight into it. I mean, I suppose maybe audiences that time they were just trained. Oh, it's just the bustles leave on this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! What are you doing? I have a weird feeling about this principal guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to watch him anymore. He seems, seems like a suspect. Um, I would actually like to point out earlier in the movie, uh, one of my favourite scenes, the um, the economics teacher. Oh, yeah, he's an actual economist. Yes, and just I love that dude. The the dry t- the the roll call Bueller. Bueller. Oh, the n- we didn't talk about the nurse that rocks up to the house when um Jeannie's oh, home. Stripper Graham. No, it's just a genuine prostitute. Oh. Wouldn't know because she goes because she does like the whole rhyme and like I'm a nurse that likes to and Jenny slams the daughter and she's genuinely going to say fuck. Why was there like three? And there's three blokes with her. I didn't want to know what the hell people hide for Ferris. I thought it was just a stripper. She's like a full because I'm the nurse that likes to and she slams the door and it's like that was genuinely going to say fuck. I remember what the line before is, but it rhymes with fuck at the end of it, and I was like, oh, yep, okay. People sending Ferris flowers, strippers, yeah. everything. Okay, yeah, and uh, it turns out this isn't the first movie ever to have a post-credit oh, scene. Yeah. So, yes, heaps. There you go. Well, there you go. Um, anything else? There's a Fight Club theory about Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Ooh, tie-in to two weeks yeah. ago. There's a Fight Club-like theory that Cameron basically says that Cameron is such an absurd person that he retreats into his brain and a fake persona of Ferris who he'd like to be comes out. <laughs> the theory also states that Sloane represents Cameron's perfect woman and is also a figment of his imagination. When all is said and done, the entire day was delusional from the mind of Cameron Fry. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I kind of like it. No. Like, I, don't, I don't know who's Ferrari trash. I don't believe or. it, but I like it. Was, oh, it was his dad's. Yeah, at a different house. It's his dad's secret family's 
Ferrari. Well, his dad can be real. It's just fair. To be fair, we never see Cameron's real. dad, so. No. You don't get that that payoff scene of mm. his dad being real mad at him. Charlie Steen's character has a whole full backstory that's cut from this movie. Really? So his character's name is Garth Volbeck, right? So his family is the one who Ferris's mum was showing the property to. Okay. Yeah. So Ferris's mum is like the big deal with the Vermont people. That, that, that he, right? she lost because of Jeannie. Yep. So that's the family. Um, the tow truck that Rooney's car gets taken away is from Volbeck's wrecking service. So it's his dad that's doing like is the the truck driver. Um there's a deleted backstory that shows Ferris and Garth were friends in the eighth grade. Garth's family was pretty messed up and Ferris tried to help him and his and be his friend, but Garth eventually dropped out of high school and went up in the police station next to Jeannie. That's why Ferris is so intent on giving Cameron a good time. He blames himself for not helping Garth enough when he could. That's just stupid. Yeah. Who, that's I'm not, glad that was cut. That's Who, not who's, who's this from? Like, is this, this is from, from an John Inside Hughes, Story 1986 documentary about the film. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of prefer that he's just there. I mean, Ferris, talk, Ferris talks a lot about giving um, giving Cameron a great time, but do we actually believe that's his primary motive? No. Yeah, no, it's for not. A second. It's also, not whenever Mr. Rooney and Ferris have a conversation with each other, only one of them speaks for the entire conversation. The other one is completely silent. Ferris on the phone, yeah, Rooney doesn't say anything, and then later Ro- Rooney's the only one that says anything to Ferris when they're at the house. Yeah, because it's a recording. Wild. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that, yeah, because like with the house, because he looks at him, that's insane. That's Ferris doesn't, does he say anything to the genie or Rooney in that scene? I don't think so. I think he goes inside. Actually, to be fair, no, when um, Mr. Rooney's in the bar and Ferris and Cameron are on the TV, surely that'd. Debunk it, right? Ferris doesn't say anything. They're not talking. They're just on TV. Yeah, true, true. Anyway, um, James, three things you liked or didn't like about this film. Um, so I'll start with I loved I loved the performances of the main cast. Broderick is just iconic as Ferris, obviously. Um, was it Alan Ruck as Cameron? Yep. Um, I think from like it's a pretty. It's a pretty fun, silly film, but I think the most of the emotional like pull that it has you get from Cameron's side of the story. Oh yeah, I think he does really well. Um, I go with can I go with supporting like uh, performances yeah. as well? Um, Rooney, like just all the little things like Grace, the um, the waiter at the yeah. at the restaurant. There's great minor roles in this film. There's just so many, even. Uh, uh, just a random thing that's not even performances, but um, the the shot at school where the kids are doing the the like laps of the oval and the sport teacher is like fat and on like the oh yeah the, a little buggy thing right yeah buggy <laughs> just just little moments outside yeah. of that really make it um and a third thing I'll go um oh I'll go the soundtrack just so many yeah. Very, real great songs in this, honestly. Nick? Yep. Um, I love the soundtrack and the performances, but um, I really like the kind of like romanticizing of um, Chicago. Yeah, it's like he's like, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, just like in like everything John Hughes makes. I can cut, like, you can kind of tell like all of his movies are in Chicago somehow. Like, it's just like, 
Well, I mean, they're oh. all the same high school. Well, yeah. <laughs> in Maine. <laughs> yeah, <that's> all, <laughs> it's set in Chicago, but yeah. the high school is in Maine, yes. But, um, yeah, things I don't like, I, I just don't like Ferris Bueller <laughs> as a person. <laughs> and anyone who disagrees, you are just as bad as him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I so am Ferris cool. Bueller. We're bad people, Dumbridge. I'm okay with that. I'm sure Kat would agree with me. Oh my God. Dude, you said my last you. name on the podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my no. God. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Is that your... Is that... You got anything else to add to that, Nick? Not really. No. I, I think... The, this movie is legitimately great. Yeah. I like it a lot, but... For me, I love the whole fourth wall thing. Like, this in a... This in, like, this sort of film, like... Yeah, like... And Matthew Broderick's portrayal of this character. He's just like, boom, looks at the camera. I think nowadays... Tells you a little joke. And then, like, if you do that now, like, it's so overdone. Yeah, like, it just it's, wouldn't... Yeah, it's hard to do now. But, like, well, and but... for this movie, it's done so well, too. Like, yeah. something will happen and he's like, oh, you know... They could have yeah. overused it, too, and they don't. Yeah, they don't. Like, it's only a couple moments, and there's a moment at the start where he kind of, like, explains things, and, like, text comes up on the screen, and he's, like, giving you a tutorial on how to skip school. Yeah. I, I think, you know, like, I, I love the part where he's like, this is the part where Cameron loses his mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess the parade scene. Just, yeah. I love that scene so, so much. Like, watching it, I was like, this is actually sick. And I was like, yeah, go Ferris. <coughs> and then I suppose I could say, like, as a dislike. I know, I think... I don't know, there's not really anything to dislike. I just think it, it's more of a comment. Like, if this movie was made now, mm. I think I say this every week about every movie we do. <laughs> do I change? They're all ancient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was made now, would it be as good and as well received? Like this exact, like exact script. Yeah. And if this exact cast was like the ages they were then now. Yeah. In today's society, would this? I don't think Ferris Bueller would be seen as cool. Like think, his actions and I, stuff. I, I, like, I feel like I feel like more people would agree with me and be like, "This dude sucks." Yeah, yeah, I think I think like they build the concept of cool around what is cool. Yeah. The whole rebel In thing the 80s, was still though. relatively fresh back yeah. then. Like, like what kind of rebel characters do we get now? Like, assholes. But like, it's not even that. Like, like uh, our rebels. It's the, nerd, it's the nerdy like, kid that's like the nerdy kid that's gone rogue. Yes. Is what it is now. It's yeah. not even like. No, it's I, not see, the, I, feel, it's I feel like our equivalent these days are like Deadpool and shit like that. You know, like the suck for a high school, yeah. like that, ro- like that trope in a movie. It's the nerdy kid that's just like lost them, like that's gone against what they normally are. It's like the trope now. It's not the yeah cool like yeah. a mo- movie like high school movies now aren't about the cool kids because all the, about the nerdy kids. It's about yeah. nerdy kids doing <laughs> the, incredible stuff. Yeah, because yeah. the people who watch yeah. The, it's, uh, yeah, because it's written by the nerdy, nerdy kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas it used to be like it was the cool dude or it was the jock that was the yeah. the main character. Now it's not. Yeah, like no one gives a fuck about Fonzie anymore. Exactly. So. Like it's changed that trope. So I guess that brings us to oh, almost. Forgot. Would you watch it again, Nick? I would. James. Is, so I've I've been wondering about this. Is there like not watch it again, watch it again, and watch it again, again? Oh no, yeah. So it's just. No, we... so it's just so would you watch it again or again and again, depending if you've seen it or not? Right. So like for me, Nick, for some of them, it was like, I would watch it again because it's the first time we'd watched it. But then we'd watch it again, again, if we'd already seen it before. Okay. See, it was, it was kind of a joke, but I think we've kind of semi-adopted it. <laughs> yeah. Now you're stuck. Yeah. And then not watch it again because yeah, yeah. Well, it's I've, not great. I had seen it before, so I'll watch it again, again. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's definitely watch it again, again for me. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic movie. Um, so that brings us to our next segment. Yes. Do, 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 do. 
Um, you need a, you need a jingle I word. really need two jingles. We, we need at least three, two yeah. jingles. If anyone has one, send it to me. Um, so we pay you. <laughs> we, I will not pay you anything. I have no money. Um, so what we're excited for and what we've been <laughs> watching and reading, you know, it doesn't really have a proper name yet, but along those lines. The other segment. Yeah, the other bit that we do at the end. Yes. Um, James, what's up with you? What have you been? What have you been up to this week, watching wise or reading wise? Um, I have not been reading, watching a lot. I've been rewatching, if I can include mm-hmm. that in that in this of course. segment. Um, oh my god, <laughs> that's what we <laughs> do. He's changing up our format. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been rewatching Chernobyl with um, oh yep. with my roommate because he didn't see it at the time. Yeah, no, fair enough. Which is just an oh, it's fantastic, show, and even better on the rewatch because you. Now you understand nuclear reactors and you uh, get to... Yeah, yeah. And when, you, when you find everything else, when you find it all out and you then watch the state, like, oh, you silly fuckers. You, <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... Oh, what am I excited for? Um, I don't even know. Da, I can't think of anything I felt like I would leave Star Wars for you boys since you are a teensy bit more excited about it. I am... So I bought, well, one of my mates bought us all midnight tickets, five past 12 session, right? Thursday morning, the 19th. I'm working Thursday, so I'm going to I am midnight, though. Yeah. I am, like, so excited, but at the same time, have no hope that whatsoever I, I for was, what this film is. I was not excited at all, but that last trailer's kind of got me, like, the last trailer, a bit, a bit excited, pumped me up so much. But yeah. I'm not letting myself get my hopes up like nah. I did with Last Jedi. Again, Last Jedi, I love that film. I, I watched some of it the other day, and it's it's okay. It's fine. It's yeah. it's not the best Star Wars. It's just not. It's not the worst. It's not a good continuation from. No, Force it doesn't. Awakens. It doesn't fit. No, we would. As the next chapter in that story, it's just, it's just this is weird. Know. It would fit as a, like a Rogue One style movie with different characters. Is that how that movie yeah. would fit? Not with the main... Not in the main saga. Yeah, it's just a weird little... Anyway. Um, so I'm keen for that. What, else, what have I been watching this week? Still um, going through the Marvel movies still with Girlfriend re-watching them. What are you up to? So we watched Thor The Dark World. No, nice. What did you think of that? Honestly, it's a hell of a lot better than what I remember it was. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, it I... wasn't as bad as I yeah. remember. That's good. Nice. And my girlfriend... Because um, we watched Thor 1 like... I know it was probably two or three weeks ago now. Did she like fall asleep in it or something? No, I fell asleep in Thor 1. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that wasn't the best. And I was like, yeah, no, like. And we'd only watched Iron Man 1 and 2 and then that. And she's like, oh, this yeah, that wasn't that good. And I'm like, don't worry, they're going to get better. And then I was like, don't worry, that's not even the worst Thor movie. Thor 1 is definitely by far the worst Thor movie. Oh, really? The Dark World's not that bad. Thor 1 has aged terribly. That movie's oh, no. fucking garbage. See, I feel like the Dark World's just more bland. Dark World was good, and also knowing the context the of I, everything I, that happens in afterwards, I really it's a good time. film that sets things up really well. I think it's because that was the most out there one at the time. Like, yeah. this is before Guardians or anything. Exactly, like, this it's is, the one before Guardians. Yeah, yeah that was got, the nuts one. Like, oh yeah. my god! So we're not doing Guardians next because she's already seen it. Right. Okay. So we're kind of staying Earth based until we get up to Guardians two. Yeah. Mm. And then we're just gonna watch one and two together. Okay. So we'll use one as a refresher for a for two. You're staying Earth based, but Thor. Thor: The Dark World is set a lot of time on Earth, man. Yeah. The final is on Earth, so 
sign spoilers for Thor: The Dark World that came out seven years ago. It's a small indie film. You probably yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah, it. I haven't heard of it. You know, but yeah. So we've been watching that. Um, I'm so far behind on Watchmen. I'm so far behind on Mandalorian. Watchmen is amazing. Oh, like the I last still only watched two. So good. I've got to catch up on that this week. Mandalorian. I've only watched two. I've got to catch up on that. I've got to catch up on two seasons of Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, yes. and Flash because the crossover starts. I don't know next week or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, I really should get. I'm just gonna watch for Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. So I watch a couple of random episodes, yeah. some season finals. Flash is like four episodes to watch because I'm most up to date yeah. with that. So I can just watch that because <clears throat> the others I don't care about anymore. But Flash, I still watch. I've been watching and like I, this crossover. Looks so good, and also because yeah. it has Tom Welling's Smallville Superman in it. That's, that's so I'm sick. so keen to see this. Like, but oh. in it too. What? Burt Ward's in it. Yeah, I know. It, does, it looks yeah. amazing. I've, I've watched Arrow, but I've been off off those shows mostly for like the last couple years. See, I've kept up with Flash and nothing else. Like, I think the last season of Arrow I watched was when they were all on the island and there was that big explosion. Yeah. And then I watched the first three episodes of the next season and never watched another one. Because mm. I was like, this is just all the same every week. And these supporting characters suck. But Flash is like... It's way better than it was. Like, Arrow, they've all gone through kind of shit. Yeah, but I feel like periods. Flash, it's still repetitive, but, like, yeah, its campiness kind of keeps fan. me in. I liked Flash a lot for, like, the first couple yeah. of seasons, but just, yeah. So, yeah, the only one I still watch. Legends of Tomorrow lost me. Oh, Supergirl, I, I can't one. stand. I used to, Supergirl literally it's, used to be my favourite for the first two seasons, and now it's the dumbest thing on television. <laughs> it's just Flash again. I, actually, I've seen clips... Of um, John Cryer as Lex Luthor, and he's amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah he's okay. really, really good. But I'm also I'm so keen for this. This this crossover, like it, it just because these characters are great, but the shows they're in. That's the thing. Suck. That, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I'm always so pumped for the crossovers, but when they come out, they're always like the just, biggest letdown. They're fine. I, yeah. I I really hope this is good, but I I think it's only the first three episodes are coming out next week, and then the last two aren't till January. What the fuck? I'm like. <laughs> Why? Yeah, like so much time. I wouldn't even care then. No, no. I, really I thought it was just, I thought it was just five days in a row. I'm like this is gonna be sick. Next week's yeah. gonna be awesome. I was watching one a night. Mm. I wonder if Tom Welling's gonna suit up in this because he didn't. <laughs> his his Superman emblem at the end of Smallville was CG because he didn't want to yeah, get hit by the Superman curse. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, no, nah, just but also just it in post. the Superman curse is kind of gone now because everyone that's done it since yeah. is okay. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Henry Cavill's alive. Brendan Routh's... Well, not alive. I mean, like, okay. Yeah. Brendan Routh's fine. I mean, to be fair. What's his name that plays it in? Supergirl's fine. Dean Cain. Dean Cain's fine. Is he, is he doing anything other than Supergirl, though? Doesn't have to. He's yeah. loaded. They're all fine, so, yeah. you know. Just saying Henry Cavill, I actually did think of something that I am looking looking forward to. I, I think Witcher? Already, yeah, Witcher. Have you watched any yet? No. Okay. Supposedly Rick and Morty started already? Yes. Yeah. I think How have like I missed this? Out. Yeah. I I fully had no idea until I saw an Where's all the crazy the Facebook hype? hype? There where's was all the no- 300 IQ where's all, where's all the mo- <laughs> Where's all the memes of Rick and Morty? It's just baby Yoda everywhere. There was there was no hype for this, I don't think. Yeah, I, I have not seen anything. Because literally, it's been longer. There was more time between season three and four than there was between two and three. I think the, the fan so, base yeah. just kind of... Because I was listening just, to last week's Weekly Planet. They're like, oh, we... You know, I watched the first three episodes of Rick and Morty. And I was like, 
This was a week. Yeah. One, this is a week and a half ago. That's really, and two, yeah. when did this happen? It's really good, but yeah. I did. So it's been like four weeks of me just not noticing this. I'm loving it more now that people are talking about it less. Yeah. Like. So I think when I get to work tonight, I'll probably watch it this afternoon. I think will be what I'll put on yep. when I'm there. Fair enough. And that Mandalorian and Watchmen will be yeah. tonight's, tonight's viewing. Yeah. I, got, I can't think of anything else I'm excited for. So I feel like we've hit everything. James has already picked a topic. And for a while. in two weeks' time. Oh, actually, okay. So I was with a friend today, oh, and here we go. we've got one. Look, she's picked the next one, but also I feel like we should do Star Wars next week. We'll do Star Wars. I feel like we should do Star Wars on the week after because that's the week it comes out. Okay. And if we record the day we normally record that week, I would have just watched it. Yeah. If we're all free, so I feel like we should do Star Wars. The week Star Wars comes out. So not this week, coming the week after. Okay. So what did they pick? What did your friend... And when we say she, is this the she we were talking about before? I assume so, yeah. Yeah, your... De eight? Yeah. (laughs) I just want to put this out here. Last week, before we recorded, (laughs) Kat went on a date. This week, before we recorded... Nick went on a date. So I'm so proud of my little kids. It's <laughs> <this> podcast fame. <laughs> oh, they're, so, getting, they're getting famous. So next week before the podcast, Delbridge is going to go out on a date. I've, I've, had, a girl, <laughs> I've had a girlfriend <laughs> yeah, for he's, ages. He's, like, he's been ignoring her for weeks. Do you, yeah. do the don't go on dates anymore? I took her to dinner two nights in a row this week. Oh, mate. Oh, he's such a legend. What a what a man. Well, one, I did it because I caught it, and then she got into the honours program. First night for a was deg- Maccas. <laughs> Second night was... And then the KFC. next day, she got into her, the honours program for a degree, so I was like, I guess I have to take you out to dinner again. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, um... Yes, um, but next week, we're doing Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Do you want to know something fun? Mm-hmm. No, I hate fun movies. I've never watched Forrest Gump. Oh, really? Okay, I can forgive... <laughs> Or the ha- <laughs> I don't. I hate. I hate being that guy that's like, oh my god, you haven't seen this thing. But I am a bit surprised because, no. like, like, I hadn't seen like the first four weeks of stuff you'd seen mostly, other than Terminator Two. I oh, think. Oh really? Wait, um, even Jurassic Park? Yeah. You'd never seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> Did you watch Jurassic Park after? This? You still haven't watched Jurassic Park. Watch Jurassic Park. What is the point of this podcast oh. if it doesn't make you watch Jurassic Park? <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Fargo. No. Nah. What was the other one we did? Fight Club, which I suggested because okay. I have Yeah, watched. that's right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> but I've seen, what I was going to say is I've seen Forrest Gump like five times I've or something. Seen it. That's Good. impressive. I've been <laughs> I know exactly what happens in that movie, but I've never do. seen it. <laughs> Don't you know I, that I've about been like... To, yeah. I've been, three, <laughs> I've been to three of the Bubba Gump shrimp company <laughs> restaurants around the world. I think I've been to, is there one in San Fran? Uh, there's one in LA. Oh, oh Mr. Yeah. Men of the World around yeah. here. Been <laughs> yeah. to the Don't United wanna... States of America. <laughs> Don't want to brag. I've been to the Bubba Gump. Wild. Uh, just to brag, I've been to Chicago too, where Ferris Bueller is. Oh, very nice. Ooh. Well, I guess um, we'll wrap it up then, eh? So Let's next week's Forrest Gump. This is oh yeah, standard length. Um, so a massive thank you to James Thanks, for... Man coming on this week thanks, thanks for having in. boys it's been I'm, fun I'm sure you'll be back we actually yeah. gave you a microphone this week he's just been sitting on the yeah. corner <laughs> Watching. not saying anything because <laughs> we've only had three mics so was, thank you for do you have a fourth mic there is a possibility of a fourth mic I've spoken to our tech guy Ooh. and there's a there's a spot on the panel and there is a plug in the bottom of the table so it's it's all good I just have to give him notice that we need a fourth I mic say if, when I 
I'm, if I'm thinking of the list, when you eventually come around to both Dark Knight and Lord of the Rings are on it, right? Yes. Yeah, we'd love to be on for either of those. Okay, well, I think okay. Lord of the Rings will book you in because there's someone else that wants to be in for Dark the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh. Are we replacing a host? Like, Oh, no, we'll just have four people. Yeah. It'll be fine. Okay. I don't know where the hell Special they're going to sit, but we can have a fourth microphone. So somewhere Easy. there, I guess, because there's no room on my side. In the, off in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you guys next week. Thank you, James. Thank you, Nick. And as always, I'm Jacob. Goodbye. Bye.